Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. morning good morning how are you i'm good how are you i'm doing really great and thank you so much i just spoke with with susie oh good yeah yeah it took great. a little while my schedule as you know my my scheduler was doing something funny plus i've been happily busy so there's a couple of of things going on it's not just one or the other but um so how are you doing it's great that you have so much activity going on right now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm very glad. And there's lots <laughs> happening in the Spanish world, so that is that's really that's really fun. Um, I got it, but can you believe? Like I, I'm going in November because the EFT, uh, there's an association of the Hispanic Association of EFT. They have a conference uh, every year, so I got invited again to go to to Mexico. But then, like a week after everything with that settled. The guy that is organizing the next year, 2018, in Ecuador, um, I'm going to go over there. He, he really wanted to make sure that I was going to be able to go and, and even give a workshop after the conference. So I'm really, I'm really happy oh, about that. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, it's really good. Thank you. I'm not surprised. Yeah. You're, very, you're very, very gifted. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So how, was your, how are you doing? How was your session with Stefan? I know that... Uh, he mentioned that he was meeting with you. He was very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really helpful, really, really helpful, um, just to sort of help me realize that I um, may have been, that texting is a, a terrible way to sort of, a, you know, to get a sense of what's going on. and um, And... Um, yeah, no, it was really, really helpful. It sort of de, de, or diffused some of my anxieties and insecurities about um, what's going on with Warren. Right, that's great. Yeah, and getting a men's perspective is so good yeah. too, right? Exactly. That's what I wanted to check and wanted to sort of... Um, you know, do you work on myself with a man because that that's a different thing. It's sort of a uh, the man, there's the dude perspective, and then there's also the effect of of working with a man. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. As a female, so that's been good. Great, I'm so glad. Good, yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. It was good. It was good. And, and we uh, were talking about my um, my wreath. I'm in the middle of the full wreath method test. And I wanted to ask you a question about it because it gives me two, for each statement, it gives me two options. It gives me true and not true. And I don't know if I have to, like, if something is not true, if I leave it blank, or if I have to force myself to choose between true and, ve- no, I'm sorry, true and very true. It's true and very true. Uh-huh. So those are the, the only options. two options that you get? Yes. Oy. So I Maybe don't know we- if that means I should leave some blank if they're not true. I would say if they're not true, I would leave them blank because if they're not true at all, yeah, I'm surprised that. So this is the Reese the Reese Thomas 
uh, test? Yeah, it's the personality type test. Because I know we've been talking about it, and and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today, but I also wanted to let you know that um, one of the things I want to work on, in addition to really clarifying my type, is... um, you know, as I'm heading into menopause, and I recently had some. Well, before I go into it, I um, it's bringing up disappointment about my fertility career. <laughs> you know how it turned out, like real life disappointment that it's just not. It did not happen. You know, for um, the way I would now. I that I'm healed the way I would have wanted it to happen, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of pain around that and grief. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Even though I could have another baby, if I wanted to do another um, embryo transplant or egg donor, but um, I don't know that I want to do that. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it, and it's just just it makes a lot of sense. There's a you know there is a grieving process going on. Like it's been. Are you feeling sad or you're feeling angry or both? I'm feeling both. I'm feeling yeah. real sadness about it and, and real anger at my father um, mm-hmm. and my mother, but mostly my father. And it's funny, he's coming in. I might be going to Seattle this week and you know, over the weekend. I may postpone the trip for other reasons, but my father lives there and, you know, I'm like, should I go see him? And then he's also coming in September and I'm sort of like, fuck you, I don't really, like, like another wave of frustration and anger at him is coming up, even though to a large mm-hmm. degree I had resolved it. But, you know, those two people really got in the way of my family creation. Yeah. You know, they, they just really, you know, took all this time to heal. And yeah. I, you know, didn't have a partner and I didn't, I didn't. I wouldn't have made a good parent up until now. I guess that was my choice not to have a child up until now. But it wouldn't. It, did, it couldn't happen. Like I couldn't make it happen until now. And it's because yeah. of you know what they their impact on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it would be really powerful to just yeah, just a really. <sighs> well, honestly, talking with Stefan a lot about your your profile, I think it's very likely that your profile. What I would guess is knowledgeable achiever, charismatic leader. We we talked about that, but he said that anger doesn't come. You know, I don't have a lot of anger, so and that's the predominant emotion for he and I went but, around about that. Well, because what happens by the charismatic leader secondary does not carry. See the the I feel like you're more of a knowledgeable achiever primary, and the primary emo, emotion of the knowledgeable achiever is disappointment. Yes. Disappointment yeah. and feeling like somehow life is just it's just a whole disappointment. It's just like you know, like it's not living up to your expectations, or even yeah. actually like you know, it's just like this is not what's supposed to be. This is not okay. It was not what it was supposed to be. And that's the primary strongest emotion that I see overall. And you do have anger that comes secondary to that uh, because, you know, the anger comes from the disappointment, but also the the charismatic leader secondary, I think. But I don't, I don't experience, I don't live in anger. You know, I don't, I don't really go there. I mean, at some point, you know, there are things I get angry about, but I, I don't know. No, but do you go to disappointment easier? I definitely go to disappointment, and I go also to fear or shame or sadness. Right. Yeah, but my my sense is that see it, what happens is that when you have it when you have the charismatic leader as secondary, mm-hmm. then the charismatic leader is there to support your primary. It's not really the same. I see. Okay. That's why the emotion, the anger emotion, would not be as present. It would be more like a sec- literally a secondary. First, you would be disappointed. Then you would feel like, okay, there's something wrong with me, which the shame and the sadness come up. Yeah. You know. So and then it's like, well, this is this is fucked up, and that's what the anger comes to yes. support your growth as an as an eligible achiever. I see. I see. Interesting. That's- and so I, I mean, I also when I did this, the the other test. I scored really high on creative idealist 
and also um, emotional intelligence specialist. Oh. I scored high in a lot of them. <laughs> that's a, well, when I you know, that's score, charismatic leader. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why I think you have a very strong charismatic leader secondary because that's the chameleon, right? You have all of them. And uh, and the charismatic leader has a very strong built-in emotional intelligence specialist. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so that's where the, I can totally see that. That is interesting, the creative idealist. I don't... I really don't. Okay, so let's. I'm going to ask you one. I think one key question. Um, do you I find? Because I know. Go. So, sorry. What, what? I don't tune out. Yeah, exactly. You don't tune out. You're very grounded. Yeah. You don't tune present. out, and yeah. yeah, you're present. You're grounded. You're not. And even though you can get disorganized, it's not that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, Stefan can trip over his own feet. Okay, the guy, he's like, <laughs> he's like a helium balloon if you let him go. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just amazing when he's there. You know, it's like, <laughs> I think that's that's part of the reason why we're together. I'm extremely grounded. You know, I have yeah very so. Um, so it's like, yeah, I have to pull on his strings for him to just come and and land. Uh, so even though you can have a lot of qualities of a creative idealist, meaning that you know you like you like thinking and you have you're very creative, that does not necessarily make you a creative. And then now the one that you yeah. spoke high in creative idealist was that the first one, the one that is somewhat shorter. Say that again. The one that you scored. Um, can you hear me? Okay. I can, but there was a truck that just went by. and. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Just, just making sure that my headset is good. Um, the one that you scored really high on Creative Idealist, was that the shorter version of the of the test? Yes, I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Forget that one. That one That okay. one is just not good. I think he even said it, that it's not good. No. It's, it's I'm just, not an it's idealist. Kind of... That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm creative, but I'm probably I'm not an idealist. No. And the, you know what? The... the um, the absolute profile of the creative idealist is like Albert Einstein. Ah. You know, brilliant in his head, brilliant, but kind of like a, a space cadet. You know, like you can see like in his hair, like all his energy is like not even in his head. It's a little bit above his head because he's like being connected with all this oh. incredible universal knowledge. Mm. And, and it's that's why it's like up there. It's almost like connected in the... Not in the seventh chakra, but almost the eighth, right? Above that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I am actually very flaky, and I can be, and I, you know, it takes, if I didn't have people helping me, the place would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. So, so I. So, so you could have, you know, you, you could have a very strong creative idealist. You definitely can. Um, but with, I would say within your, with your, um, I, I really see that you have a secondary. Uh, okay, let's see. In general, what is it that brings you most that, you know, like, what would you say that brings most energy, joy, and passion into your life? What was that one moment in your life where you felt like you were fully on? Like, you know, like, this is this is it. I mean, life is about this. When I was living in Peru, and I was um, doing really interesting, intellectually challenging work, but also had a lot of freedom and was um, sort of avoiding all English speakers and hanging out with the Peruvians and traveling throughout the country and dancing, <laughs> I did a lot of salsa dancing. Um, <laughs> You know, I'd go to these clubs every night. I would, like, finish work around 11, go out to the clubs until 4, come back, sleep a few hours, get up in the morning, start working again. I might go biking in the middle of the day. I just, it was, like, this incredibly expansive Mm. period, you know, where I was independent and exploring and connecting with and learning about another culture and, and really getting better into my language, and it was very freeing. You know, there were no sort of New England constraints holding me back. 
And I was smoking some pot. I was dating a um, professional soccer player. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, just it was like an explosion. But I was also doing incredible work, you know, um, that was super intellectually interesting. And um, and then the other one would be when I gave birth to Sirsha. Right. And in the in the in the fourth trimester, that would have been another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was a, a different, completely different experience, right? Huh? This... Totally different. It was a, a very spiritual thing, and very. It was a, also like a heart explosion. It was an expansion. Um. And I was learning a time. And um, and not like in the rat race, you know, I wasn't in the rat race. Mm, yeah. yeah. I was in the flow. I was in a more organic, heart-centered flow. Yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. But it, t- it speaks also about the freedom to be instead of do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So learning from the passion of like being present and and just experiencing these incredible, um, yeah, this you know situation, what's going on, but it's not. Um, and do you would you say that you like learning? That learning is something that you're passionate about? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why that, I see. I, it's like also physically, you actually are a. a a knowledgeable achiever. It's like knowledgeable achiever loves mastery and like getting yeah. things right. And actually, I have to tell you, the knowledgeable achiever is the one, uh, of course, together with your parents, but the knowledgeable achiever is the one that actually has landed you here without a screwed up family. Because, yes, you could have hoped you're tapping, actually. Yeah, <laughs> At I least what I'm saying yeah. is good. Because as a knowledgeable achiever, you knew that what was going on in the in your you know family of origin was messed up. You did not want that for you. You were going to do whatever it took to just rewire your system. Yes, and that is what has prevented you from not recreating a messed up family like your brother exactly. and sister. Yes, yep. Is the one that is always like pushing to strive and really get uh, really get ahead and get things right. And it's like, no, no, I'm not settling for just, you know, mediocre or or something that doesn't or some dysfunctional. That's not going to work. Yes, that's true. So I guess, I guess that sh- actually that shifts the grief as well. Because I, mm. I'm not just a victim to my, you know, I also no. am an active chooser. You know, I could yeah. have gotten pregnant and I could have started a family. But I knew, I knew that I had a lot of work to do to get to my true self and I didn't want to, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and you were absolutely not going to settle for less. It was just not going to work for you. It's not right. who you are. It's not. It's not. It's not who you came to be. You came to master all that crap. You're like, no, I'm not. You know, this is crappy. Sorry, I'm not into crap. I'm gonna move away and do whatever it takes to actually change, literally transform my nervous system so I no longer. You know, I was actually interesting. I had a client on a crisis um, this past week, and. Um, it's exactly that. I mean, the guy is 64 and he continues to recreate the same situations in his life. And I was talking with him. It's like, you, you know, it's like if you are a round peg, you find a round hole. You need to become a square peg so you no longer fit into that hole. Like you're never going to find those kind of people in your life again because it's right. just not going to work, right? And I think that at this point, Interestingly enough, even John, who was a really good person, but he was critical, you're like, no, no, I don't want that. I don't want a, an unreliable, non-communicative, critical person. Sorry, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work for me. So you become more selective, and it is true. It may take a little bit of time, but you're not settling for, you know. 
it sounds to me that, you know, your brother married someone, I don't know if it's similar to your mom or someone even more complicated, yeah. but clearly yeah. it's complex. His marriage is quite complex. Your yes. sister is a mess for what you tell me. Yeah. yeah. So there's something very, very powerful about you that you know. You're absolutely no victim. You decided that life was going to be something different than what you actually grew up with. That's true. And it was it's just sad that it took me 47 years <laughs> to master it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy is 64. Let me just, <laughs> like, sometimes, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. It is. It is annoying. It is extremely disappointing, isn't it? Well, because my whole life I really felt like I was going to be a great child bearer and a great mom. Mm. I just felt like I was fertile, and I was fertile, you know? And I spent that whole fertility period healing, and it was wasted, you know? It's like, I remember with one of my other therapists a number of years ago, it was like a race between my healing and my, my fertility timeline, mm. you know, and um, it was really, and now that it's ending, it's like, well, and it's not ending yet because I'm having, I think I'm ovulating this week, um, but, you know, it's, it's like that, shoot, my, my greatest physical fertility was lost mm, to yeah. like my psychological process, healing process. And yeah. that feels really like if I, you know, if I were 30 right now, it would be awesome. I'd have like two more kids, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I so, feel like yeah. I'm just starting now. You know, it's one of the things on the lost list, right? That I'm just, I lost all that time. I'm just starting now. And actually, something is ending. Right. The process of ending, which is horrible. It's really, really heartbreaking. Yeah. And so this this is totally not okay with me. This is totally not okay with me. It's like I feel like there's something that is completely fucked up. I feel like there is something that is completely fucked up. I finally got here. I finally got here. And now my body is starting to change. And now my body is starting to change. So I cannot have the family that I truly wanted. So I cannot have the family that I truly wanted. I wanted at least two more kids. I wanted at least two more kids. Why would it have why would it take so long? Why would it take so long? I really wanted to have more children. I really wanted to have more children. And I feel like I've been cheated. Yeah, I feel like I've been cheated. Somehow the universe is just, or my parents and everybody is like all colluding together to screw up my life. (laughs) Somehow the universe and my parents and everything, they're all colluding to screw up my life and my purpose. They're, yeah, because they're like, yeah. this is my purpose. It's one of my purposes, and it's been stymied. Yeah. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted. I wanted more children. I wanted more children and a great husband and a great marriage. Yeah. I, there's something that is wrong with this picture. There's something that is wrong with this picture. I don't know you, but I'm releasing a ton of energy, probably for both of us. Shutting <laughs> <laughs> up a storm. Good. Yeah, there's something wrong with this picture. There's something wrong with this picture. And I truly feel extremely sad about it. And I truly feel extremely sad and grief-struck about it. I I wanted my life to be different. I wanted my life to be different. And I feel the deep pain of not having those children in my life. I feel the deep pain of not birthing and having those children in my life. 
Not having that partner to accompany me. Not having that partner to accompany me. It's sad. It's really sad. And I feel the pain of it. And I feel the pain of it. Of what I would really have liked it to be. Of what I really would have liked it to be. I wanted at least two more children. I wanted at least two more children. And I wanted to have a child of my own DNA, my own egg. Yes, I would have loved to have my own, yeah. Fully my own child with a wonderful, loving husband. Yes. Yeah. I I don't get it. I don't get it. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I know that I deserve it. I know that I deserve it. It feels like a bad joke. It feels like a bad joke. And I don't know how to make sense of it. And I don't know how to make sense of it. But I'm very much in touch with the pain of the loss. But I'm very much in touch with the pain of the loss. Of not having what I truly wanted. Of not having what I truly wanted. Deep breath. And that my purpose yeah. in life. Yeah. And I know I had an amazing fertility. I mean, I know it. And I got pregnant when I was 39 accidentally. I, I know I could do it. And it was like wasted. It was wasted. All those years, you know, trying not to get pregnant and all those eggs. It just died. And now they're going yeah. away. Davis, it's really important to actually really honor the sadness and to really cry the tears. I'm guessing you have done some, and maybe there's some that needs to do, be done as well. Yeah, I am and right just, now. It's, their tears are there. Good. Because it says it is really sad. There's The sadness needs to be honored and acknowledged, all those eggs that just... That we're there, that we're ready, in a healthy body, ready to be transformed and become the miracle of life, and it just very likely won't happen. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. And it's even, it feels there's a sense of unfairness. I mean, you know, we both know, there's so many children being born to abusive parents and people that are just messed up. And it feels so extremely unfair. Right? So extremely unfair. This is just, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's sad and unfair. Sad and unfair. All those amazing eggs with my fingerprints on them. Yes. Yeah. And now they're going away. Forever. Yeah. Such a huge loss. It's a huge loss. Not just in my life. Not just in my life. But in the planet because I know I could have had incredible children. But also for the planet because I know I could have had incredible children. Children that felt protected and loved. Children that felt protected and loved. Just not to happen. Just not to happen. And it's it's like I'm it's wasted potential. You know, I had this yeah. capacity, you know, and now that I've given birth I know what that capacity is. 
Yeah. And yeah. it's an amazing thing to channel divinity in that way, to channel the life force. And just a real wasted, wasted potential and, and unfulfilled desires, both of those things. Unfulfilled potential, just completely wasted. Unfulfilled potential, just completely wasted. Including the abortion that I had. Yeah. One more example of that is just, you know, of the same theme. Now, is there any is there any regret or shame coming up with that abortion or that? Because I know we worked on it. But no shame. It. No shame. Um, the only way that I sort of regret it is if if the God would have supported me in ways with that that I didn't understand at the time. Yeah. Like if, yeah. you know, I I didn't have any money, I didn't have any support, Seamus wasn't behind it. Um, although, you know, the day before, or the day of the abortion, he said he would, you know, he would help me if I moved to the U.S. and had the baby there. Mm. Um, but I didn't, trusted I didn't believe it I just felt completely yeah. but alone. if that was wrong I felt alone and un incapable of providing yeah and if I was wrong about that and if the universe would have provided somehow then yeah. there's then there's terrible regret that it was the wrong choice. Would but he have time, been a good partner or a good father? Yeah, he's a good father. father. Yeah, he's a good father. But not a good His partner. His kids love him. Well, no, and that wasn't on the table at the time. You know, we had been breaking up and he said, you know, we weren't... I got pregnant when I found out, like, after we were broken up. <laughs> And then we're, we're just right. off and on, off and on. The relationship was unstable. And, um, you know, would that have evened out? Maybe. Maybe. Um, he would have been a good father. And he had he had money. He had enough money to contribute. I don't think the partnership would have lasted, but I don't know. Who knows? But even if it wasn't him, you know, if if it's true, which I know now, that the universe provides, and it's certainly providing for me now, and if I had had faith at that point, then it would have taken my life on a completely different path, and maybe the universe would have provided and and other ways that I didn't see at that time. So that's the only... But at the time, I was so not in touch with that, you know, at all. That's it. That, that, that's a piece that I want to bring on. That given everything that was going on and your life to that point, not just everything that was going on with him and the reality, but everything that life had proven and showed you till that point yes. actually yes. Led, led you to believe that you you had to be very very cautious. You had to be very careful. Right? And and based on that, could you see that version of yourself making the best choice you could back then? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt, I stand behind that version of myself. There's no question that was the right choice with that version of myself. Yes. Yeah. And and regards, so it's not about what could have happened so much as a reality that 
given that you are at the door of like the ending of this chapter in your life, it's just the loss of what could have been. Yeah, and that's just one of many of them, right? Like there there were right. other eggs. There were, you know, there was it's not like I didn't I didn't check behind door A or there was a path that I didn't take that I should have. It's more just like life did not provide the opportunity and the support for developing, cultivating that potential. Yeah. It yeah. blocked me. It blocked that potential. That's how that's just how I feel. Yeah. So take a deep breath. Get in touch with the sadness and tell me how intense it is right now. Well, I just did a lot of tears about it, so it's a little bit lower. It's about a four or five. Okay. Um, and now what's, what's coming up is the anger. Yeah. And the anger is about a seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm really pissed. I'm really pissed. All that unfulfilled potential. All that unfulfilled potential blocked by forces beyond my control. Yeah. That make me feel like a victim, which I totally hate. Which make me feel like a victim, which I totally hate. But it's true. I'm not in control of everything. Right. I'm not, I'm not right. in control of everything. I am not. Yeah, I would like to be. <laughs> Sometimes I would like to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm aware that I'm not. But I'm aware that I'm not. What if it were possible? What if it were possible? That my higher self. That my higher self. Knew better. Knew better. I have no idea what that really means. Well, I'm arguing with that right now because I also didn't have the financial means. Right. You know, I yeah. I have been really struggling with deprivation and scarcity yeah. for a long time, and I I could not provide. Right. So what if you know? What if it is? Is, is it possible, Dev, that there is a higher part of you, higher consciousness, your higher oh. self, however you want to name it? that truly knew better. Yeah. All along has known yeah. better. Yes. Even to this day knows better. Yes, but then I get really pissed off that the conditions weren't different for me. So under those conditions, under my life path, my higher self knew better, but knew it wasn't right until yeah. recently. But... I'm pissed off that it wasn't right before now. Like, why didn't I have another path? Is there is there a possibility that there's something even higher at play that we have no clue and that we yeah. rarely tap into that yeah. really has nothing to do with even your emotional healing that is about how things are meant to be in a very spiritual way and that for whatever reason, you and Searsha were supposed to be alone and meet at the exactly this time, and there was a reason why you didn't have three children and you had to, to have one. Well, I can always adopt still. That's still on the table, actually. I'm pursuing That's that. true. You mentioned that, yes. But uh, to this moment that you only have one. Yes. Right? Yeah, it could be, yeah, that there's a higher thing going on. And just, just you know, throwing it out because, uh, you know, to tell you for a second, I wanted 12 children when I was very young. I've always <laughs> wanted more kids. I, I always, and I felt like I was going to, I was, my, at four, I thought that I was born, you know, I was born to be a rabbit. I just wanted to have a million kids. <laughs> and I had one. And yeah. I had one. So I, I've been going through a similar thing. And I, you know, after all the tears, I'm like, you know, yeah, it's not fair. And I do I wonder if there is a higher purpose. And sometimes I get a glimpse. This is the part I want to share with you. Sometimes I get a tiny glimpse of like, for whatever screwed up reasons, this is exactly how it was supposed to be. And what is the reason? What is the higher purpose? 
For for me is that I know I know that for myself. I mean, I miss my daughter incredibly when she's not with me, and she's not with me fifty freaking percent of the time. But I also know that I need I've, I, part of my journey as a, as a mom, as a as a woman, is finding my own space within the family. So these fifty percent that I'm not with her, that I'm on my own, that I actually develop my you know my brilliance and my you know what I came to do independent of being a mom. It's I, something that I had never considered, and I mm-hmm. been kind of forced to. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's been so many different things, and um, that they have to do more with myself. That if I had more children, I would have not, I wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with my daughter would have been different because she needs, you know, she wants and she appreciates a level of attention that I can give, and that I can, you can only give when you have just one. And yeah. you may have more, yeah. of course, but. There's so much that about her soul that I'm aware that, you know, that it's important to her. Mm-hmm. And does she miss you when she's with her dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you redesign the, um, the arrangement? We could, but she also misses her dad when she's with me. She's, okay. You know, she, she wants gets, it 50-50? She, yeah. She's, she's, you know, I mean, we talk so much about it, right? But this is the thing. It's like, so, you know, back to you, Searsha, there's something about these first couple of years with you alone. Yeah. Or, you know, that that we don't know quite exactly now why it has to be this way, but is it possible that there's a, you know, a grander plan at play? There absolutely is because the what we're going through together is really profound and really intense, and she's absorbing it like a sponge. Right. And if you would have had another child or a partner, it would not be the case. Yeah, that's true. And that's one of the things I'm contemplating about whether I should have adopt another child, which is the loss of this beautiful thing that we have together. One of the factors. I recognize that that's true. Yeah, and then it, it, it changes the whole dynamic, right? Yeah, it does. It does. In so many, in so many levels. So if, if you're meant to adopt, that's wonderful. And I actually considered it as well. I was like, you know, I this is just... Uh, and yet it's, there's so many things to consider and to put on the table. Yeah, yeah. Life can be, you know, it's very important to honor every emotion that we have about it and just allow it to, you know, to release and to to be present and also come back to, I feel like there is a profound truth about why things are the way they are. Yeah, good point. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, if you, you know, if there was a case that you end up with with Warren, you would, you know, years ago you would have been like, why, you know, why not? Why not? Why not? Well, all of these had to happen. And there's a reason why all of these have to happen the way it did. Mm, yeah. And I invite that idea because I know that you're really wanting also to, you know, invite and embrace the spiritual side of life as your life. Yeah. yeah I think it has right. to do with this, of like recognizing that it is true. Not everything is under our control. We do create as much as we can, but there's a lot that we're creating that is not from a conscious place. And there's a lot that is beyond our control spiritually that is, yes. you know, right. and the pulling the strings. Yeah. Because I, I believe that it's connected more with what our, you know, higher self or however you want to name it, spirit or, you know, it knows that it's best for us, even if it's not what we think. You know, that's why, you know, life doesn't give us what we want, but it definitely gives us what we need, even if mm-hmm. it may not be what we want to welcome. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's beautiful to know that you are really having a fabulous time with Yersha. Oh, it's incredible, yeah. And actually, you know, having, if I, if something does unfold between Warren and me, having him travel a lot is actually good right now for this time period. <laughs> yeah, that's I can, true. I can still have all my time with Yersha. Yeah, that would actually really work because it's uh, it's also the life that you have created for yourself with the with the cherry on top. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. I imagine someday I'll want more. You know, more. You know, less. Uh, not so much of a long distance element in my relationship, but right now it could really work well for us. Yeah, and that is that is so beautiful to recognize. Yeah. So, how are you doing? Much better. When is he coming? He's coming to visit, isn't he? Or he is. I don't know yet. He uh, he's working it out. He, it's either end of August or early September or both. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One one of the things that I noticed is um, the power of these the, the the dance that we play in our lives of creating what we want and knowing that we are to a degree, in charge of our lives, right? Of choosing certain things, of, you know, saying yes or no to certain things that life presents, like, you know, different partners or jobs or things like that. And at the same time, the dance of knowing that there are certain things that they're not within the control of our limited minds. Because I do feel like our, I do like feeling and knowing that there's my higher self knows better than I do sometimes or that my small mind does. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Because many times, especially now, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm a year older than you. I'm 50. I'm 50 this year. I'm 49. Yeah. So I would have loved to have a child with Stefan. It's been a huge grieving for me as well. I bet. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes I'm like, you know, we just we sh- we should just do it. We should just do it. And then I start playing it out. This is some one thing that I would like to invite you to consider as well with the adoption possibility, which is if you play out adopting a child and playing out the best case scenario and yeah. also other case scenarios. Yeah, I'm I'm acutely aware of those those big risks you know, around adoption. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I, I thought of that. I thought, you know, I, what, what, what's, what happens, I'm very clear in my mind, is that I'm very aware of, like, I just want to have a baby. I want to just go through that process in a really healthy relationship. And, yeah. You know, just, and so many, you know, or even if all these different pieces, right? But what if this child has issues? And how is that going to impact the rest of the family and my daughter and, you know, my my life? And am I going to be able to be there? Is it going to take over? I mean, there's so many things that could happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then when I put all of it in the on the scale, right? I'm like, no, I'm I'm not willing to take that risk. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's about making informed choices. You guys could have an egg donor. Yeah? Oh, we could, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could have even tried in vitro, but the thing is that we're like, you know, it's not a, for us, it's actually, we're, we're a lifestyle. We, you know, yeah, there's, there's so many different, so many different pieces, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, but it, yeah. So it's absolutely, you're, you're you know, you're absolutely right. There's so many. There are definitely options, uh, and even with those, you never know. You know what? Um, Annie Leibovitz had gave birth to twins when she was 52. Who did? Who did? Annie Leibovitz. 
Do you know Annie uh-huh. Leibovitz? She's a famous yeah. photographer. She, she photographs all the famous people. Oh, like yes, Rick, yes. Mick yes, Jagger. Yes. And, I mean, she's an amazing, oh. amazing photographer. She's a lesbian, I think. And she, I saw an exhibit of hers in London, and it told about her story. And she's like, I was too busy having an amazing career in my 40s to have, and 30s to have a child. So I did it in my early 50s. Even after menopause, you can, you know, get an egg and create an embryo. And <laughs> I'm not saying you should do it, but it's an option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 Now, how, when you, going back to you, how does the adult be? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, because, because I, I, you know, I'm clear right now that there's a ton of different options for us. And yeah. if you weren't, that we're like 70 to 80% against it. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like having a child, and this is something that I always talk with Stefan, I always said, you know, I mean, we met when, when I was 44, I was in top shape. I could have gotten pregnant then. Yeah. And, yeah. and I always said, you know, if you're 100 at that time I was not wanting. For a brief period I was just really enjoying my life and I knew what it would mean and everything. So I said, no, I don't think so. But if you're 100% sure that that's what you want, I'm, I will, I'm definitely doing it. And he never got to 100%. But I don't think Never. anyone gets to 100%. Oh, I was at 100%. When I wanted to get pregnant, there was no doubt. Weren't you at 100% before you got pregnant with Sirsha? No, I Was there any doubt, doubt in your mind that you were oh, going to yeah. be a mom? Um, I, well, no, because I was pursuing the adoption, but I had fears. No, but I mean that you had, didn't you have 100% clarity that you were going to be a mom? One way or another, you were yes. going to be a mom. Yeah, I did. That's, That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Before I had Sophia, there was, I was 100% committed. I didn't care if it was my own child, adopted, gifted. I didn't care. I was going to be a mom. That was it. Mm-hmm. After I had her, that changed, and I, what I wanted was that that clarity from him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He, yeah. he was 54, and he was constantly, "I'm too old. What is going to happen in 20 years? I'm going to be this age." But you know what I mean? It's like, and that's not the mindset from like making that commitment. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, it's important, right? Like, you know, right now you're thinking you want to really. I'm guessing that you're probably like eighty percent sure that you want another child in your life. I'd say sixty, sixty-five. Oh, wow. Sixty-five. I, you know, I go. I'm not sure. I'm not uh-huh. sure. But I'm pursuing it. Like, I've got a home study person coming, and I'm going to see how it plays out. Maybe yeah. 75. I don't know. It's different on different days. I go back and forth. Yeah, from 65 to 75. That's, that's yeah, a, something, that's a, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I want yeah. to talk very quickly because I know we're coming towards the end. Uh, yeah. I'm actually feeling, um, oh, I wanted to tell you about the move. I have had um, a couple of people come up and t- talk to me randomly, unsolicited, about people in Winthrop getting brain cancer <laughs> from being so close oh. to the airport. And I'm like, oh. oh, my God, I have to fucking get out of here. That is nuts. Wow. It's like literally okay. you know, the plane's just really close. So you know what I would do? The, if I were in your shoes and I would really get as scared as you're getting, which makes a lot of sense, plus all this that you're being considered. I mean, is there more information before I share what I my thoughts? No, go ahead. I would say, especially based on what your friend told you from the market and the housing and whatnot, sell. Sell? Yeah, yeah. Find a temporary place. Yes, and rent. And rent. Yeah, rent somewhere that you feel safe, that you feel comfortable. It could be in within the same area because you know people there, but you're not living there. You know, a little bit more north, a little bit more south, whatever possibility it might be. So I'm thinking you about are the like, coast of Maine. Thinking about trying out Kittery, Maine. Living in the ocean has really gotten on, under my skin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll just go rent a place in Maine. Why not? Absolutely. Just give it yeah. a try and then see. Yeah. And in the winter, another area that I love, I don't know how close it's to the airport or, or you know, 
it's uh, that whole Newbury Port area. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. I was born in Newbury Port. Ah. And my mother's buried there. Is that is that why is that a possibility of for you or you feel like you don't want to be there? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of an uptight community and like mm, more conservative. Yeah, a little conservative and a little bit um you know, one of the things I'm trying to get away from is this kind of like Boston suburban competition thing. And right. I think you know, Maine is a little bit purer and simpler and less aggressive and less competitive. And it's like, you know, how the neighbors compare each, themselves to each other. And you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what size yeah. is your house and what car do you drive? It's very conspicuous, uh, you know, comparisons and stuff. So mm-hmm. Maine feels like slower pace. I love Newburyport too, by the way. Like, I love going there. Yeah, you're right. But it, yeah, Maine, it's, it's almost like you cross over and you're in a different in a time zone. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And I'm looking for that pace. And I don't know. So I'm going to see. But I'm, I'm in the process of setting that up. And I have a realtor who's going to help me sell the house and all that. So. Okay, great. So that, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does. Although I'm having a hard time with insomnia. Like, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm awake for a few hours. Not every night, some nights. I don't know if it's concern about, like, losing Rosa or I don't know. Yeah, a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot going on. So what I would would recommend is just just notice and breathe. And, you know, I I have had that periodically when something's going on or something, you know, important. And I actually downloaded this great app on my phone and I actually do some guided meditations and I go right back to sleep. Oh. Because do you have a so link to soothing. that guided meditation? Do you have a link to it, what you use? I have, uh, yes, I can tell you. It's called Insight Timer. Insight Timer. Timer? Yeah, Insight Timer. Like, you know, you have an Insight. So an Insight Timer is a, is the app and is a, the the app little graphic is like one of those um, bronze bowls that you, you know people use in meditations like things like that. I see. And uh, I you can you can if you want to. I, I have done these as well. Just um, like imagine that you're tapping in your nervous system, but sometimes you can just do so. You don't have to stimulate. You know, you can just imagine tapping on your on your points and just inviting your nervous system to calm down. Everything's gonna be okay. But I do I do love the the guided meditations because then I'm just it's this soothing voice and music and it just drives me right back into sleep. Mm. Yeah. Cool, thank you. Of course. Was there something else, Deb? Because you were like oh but before Um I think that that is it. Great. That's it. Yeah. Wonderful. And I know we don't have a session next week, but the following. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think I might yeah. be going to Seattle tomorrow. I may cancel the trip or I may not. I don't know. Okay. And that would be for work or just to visit friends or? To visit my sister. Oh, Okay. But I'm also feeling a little bit like a little overwhelmed and Sirsha's having, I've been doing some chiropractic with her um, uh-huh. and she's having a symptom following five chiro- chiropractic sessions and she's walking on her toes and the chiropractor uh-huh. thinks it has to do with some pressure that was released and might be, um, you know, in her cranium, in the cranial sacral system. And so... Uh-huh. So I'm a little concerned about flying and taking her to, you know, creating more stress, going to another place, staying with Amy, and maybe I'll just postpone the trip. But my friend Matt can fly with us, and that's really helpful to have someone who can fly, you know. And he can't come again until Christmas. But maybe what I can do is have Amy and and Evelyn come here instead, and we'll go there. Thinking of canceling the trip, that would be the other thing that is on my mind because I'm – you know, not sleeping, there's so much going on. It feels, you know, going to my sister's house is exhausting because 
it's she's just, you know, it's hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not a helping person, so it's not like going to you right, know, to going a place to, that you will get really yeah, that you would be yeah, relaxed exactly. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it'll stimulate my anxiety a little bit more. Yeah. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, something to really consider. You can always postpone it and and uh, be do it when you're in a better place. I think I will because I have so much going on right now. Yeah. And it would be nice just to take, you know, a week where I don't have any meetings. Like I have vacation time and just have Rosa here, and just right. take some downtime for myself, which I really need. Yeah, that makes sense. Play, Absolutely. play around and read novels. And... Yeah, good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do that because I'm a little fatigued, you know, I'm a little... Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, thank you. Good, of course. <laughs> and then we're, we're seeing, we're, we have a session in two weeks. Okay. Uh, do you have a little window next week? I don't know if you want... Oh, wait a second. Yeah, the 29th. Um we could meet potentially uh, next Tuesday at nine. I don't know if you want to or not. At nine you, next I just wanna... Tuesday. The twenty second at nine a.m. Yeah, let let me book it. Okay. Okay, so I'll put it down. Awesome. Yeah, and if something comes up, you let me know. But I'll put you on my calendar right now. Thank you. Wonderful. You're very welcome. All right. Have a beautiful week. Thanks. You too, Laura. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.